You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. And welcome in to another movie review with Mackie and Judd here, which you can find now on the Score North YouTube channel. And also we have a separate podcast feed for all of our movie reviews we've done going back to the spring of 2020. You can just search movie reviews with Mackie and Judd. Apple, Spotify, give us a five-star rating and a positive review if you could to help spread the word about these glorious movie reviews. It started off with Action Movie Rewind back in the day and then Sports Movie Rewind. We mixed in Rom-Com Rewind, and that's where we land here today, gentlemen. In the last week, we have all seen the cinematic spectacular extravaganza that is Barbie. And we're going to dive deep into uh, what's going to be a billion-dollar movie at the box office, which I think there's only been like $50 billion movies ever at the box office. Movies are back. Cool. The theater's yeah. back now. Dude, Oppenheimer, Indiana it's Jones. Awesome to see. So many fun things this summer. Tom Cruise film, right? There, there's a Mission Impossible out? The, yep, mm-hmm. Mission Impossible. It's the first of like kind of a two-part Good. Uh, you know, chapter here. I like movies. So Glad we'll give you the summary information. We'll give our statements, and then we'll do our... Uh, our ranking categories here. If you are new to movie reviews with Mackie and Judd, first of all, before I dive into this, how was your guys theater experience for this? This was maybe only like the third movie I've seen since theaters opened up. Top Gun Maverick was the first one last summer. Mm-hmm. It was packed. It was a blast. People were cheering. Like I had a really, really good time and it makes me want more big movies to come up. I went to Edina. The, the new, um, or it's not new, the old th- theater that's been redone has a super cool bar upstairs now, 50th in France, and um, oh, yeah. it was awesome. It was filled, but the chairs are like recliners. Yeah. Yeah, it was just phenomenal. The experience was outstanding. Yeah, my theater was pretty packed, and keep in mind, I saw it uh, – late tuesday night and it's been out for what two three weeks now and i would yeah. say the the theater that i saw it in at an 8 30 tuesday night show a pretty obscure time to see a movie was about 90 percent full Good. um and it was great yeah I, i've seen top gun maverick uh, i saw the new bond in theaters when that mm. came out uh now like two years ago and then i mean i i love i am a candy guy i don't love chocolate so i get the largest icy imaginable and i get a thing of twizzlers and i'm i'm set man i am wow. okay so what's your go-to snack in a movie theater? Well, now it's a beer. Um, it used to be popcorn. <laughs> but the problem is the problem is that popcorn is I mean, it's great, but it's so bad for, for you that I try and stay away because if I start, I can't stop. Like popcorn is yeah. a, a weakness for me. So it's I mean, so you can just... get it like it's funny because there's really no middle ground. They're moving right. so fast. You either get it without butter or with butter. You can't really say, like, could you go a little easy on the butter? They're right. saying, yeah, all right, buddy. And they're just pumping butter in there. And once you start, there ain't no stopping that train. Yeah, I just kind of commit, like, I need the buttery popcorn. If I'm, I'm going to go to three movies a year, I need the buttery popcorn. And maybe, like, some uh, – you guys are going to probably think this is disgusting. I love Raisinets. 
Oh God! What chocolate covered raisins. Oh, so God. good. I said to my I said to my mother in law yesterday, future mother in law. It's like who the hell would get raisinets at a movie theater? This guy right here. You would. You would. Really? I you saw them idiot. sitting there. Fred, you're you're out. You're so you're kind of in, but not fully in on raisinets. Kind of, yeah, I, I I'm actually far more repulsed, and I don't know why by by the colored candies like the reds and the dots. That's type type of thing because they're so chewy they get stuck in your teeth too. That's my thing with milk duds. I love the taste of milk duds, but it like you, it feels like your jaw's gonna your, fall out halfway. And it coats your yeah? And and it coats your mouth because it's got a lot of shove in your eyes, yeah. And you're like, who got a toothpick? And then a toothpick, yeah. it's like you're like eating chiseling away. Yeah, now you now you stab your gum with a toothpick and you can't pay attention. It's now you're bleeding all over. So, anyways, uh, now that you got your snacks, you're in the theater and the credits are rolling. It's time for Barbie, and here is the information: to live in Barbie Land is to be a perfect being in a perfect place. Unless you have a full-on existential crisis, that is, or unless you're a Ken. I'm just Ken. Yeah, I great love song. that. Yeah, great tune. 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. The critics' consensus on Rotten Tomatoes says Barbie is a visually dazzling comedy whose meta humor is smartly complemented by subversive storytelling. Yep. A $145 million budget that so far in only three weeks has turned into $811 million at the box office. Just insanely successful. Starring Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Will Ferrell, Kate McKinnon, America Ferreira, Michael Sarah, Issa Rae, Rhea Perlman, John Cena made a cameo in this movie. There's other stars, yep. too. John Cena, by the way, asked to be in this movie, apparently. He, like, really just wanted to be in this movie. <laughs> So, awesome. okay, that makes sense. So, here's a couple other production notes for you guys, and then we can deliver our statements. A live action Barbie film was announced in September of 2009 by Universal Pictures 14 years ago. Really? D- development began in April of 2014 when Sony Pictures acquired the film rights. Following multiple writer and director changes and the casting of Amy Schumer and then later Anne Hathaway as Barbie. The rights were transferred to Warner Brothers in October of 2018, and then Margot Robbie was cast in 2019. I'm I'm having deja vu. I remember when I I remember hearing when Schumer was first going to do this like 10 years ago. That rings a bell. That does yeah. ring a bell. So so she actually was very involved in like rewriting and crafting the script for this movie way back in the day, and uh, I guess she had like differences in opinion with the studio or the director about what the movie's tone should be. Yeah. So, so she had like creative differences that prevented her from staying on this movie. But I think, first of all, Margot Robbie is incredible in this movie and she's, mm-hmm. you know, she can do any accent in any movie. She's one of the best actresses. I think of the last like 10 years, it's hard to imagine this movie with anyone else, but Margot Robbie, but Amy an Amy Schumer version would have been probably hilarious, but totally different. I feel like, yeah, yeah, I feel so. like Bar- Barbie would have sworn a lot if Amy Schumer had yeah. done it or something. Like it would have <laughs> been wouldn't a different... be stereotypical Barbie. Yeah, that's it'd right. Be a tip- it'd be a completely different type yes. of Barbie. Yeah, it still could Instead... be funny, but it'd be a little bit more off color. Instead of it being kind of a so like a tongue in cheek social commentary on like yeah. patriarchy versus matriarchy, it would have been like she's the janky Barbie or something that yes. you know. Uh, Margot Robbie said that she actually initially wanted Gal Gadot to play Barbie in the film, but Gadot was unavailable due to scheduling conflicts. And then here's another note 
uh, from Fran Drescher, who is the, what, the president of the Guild, right, that's on strike. Yeah. The studios apparently duped the Actors Guild into delaying their strike by 12 days. They said, hey, let's, let's negotiate for 12 more days. Really? So that they could promote movies like Barbie and Oppenheimer a little bit longer. <laughs> so those are your production notes. All right, let's start with Judd here. What is your first statement about the movie Barbie? So this goes back to we were at a movie. Uh, what did we see? I, I forget. A few months ago, and I saw the preview for this, and I thought, I'm out. No thanks. Wow. Um, but my statement is this. This film is incredibly smart. It is what makes this film special is the fact that it has it within itself can appeal to so many different um, people of different ages, can appeal to both genders for very different reasons. But I feel like this film does a great job. And and plus, there's just a flat out toy angle that is just beyond genius as far as trying to sell toys now from Mattel, who who allowed themselves to look foolish, but for a very good purpose. But I thought that the smarts of this film was off the charts. Now, if you're a kid, it is probably still fun, but there is definitely an undertone or just basically there is the ability in the script that appeals to adults, too. And I think that this film is about as well done as you could possibly do a project like this. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, like the like the meta humor in this movie was hilarious. Just the mm-hmm. little, you know, there's that scene where uh, where Ken Ryan Gosling, the Ryan Gosling Ken, goes up to Barbie and he says, "I was thinking maybe uh, maybe I could come over tonight." And she's like, "Sure, but to do what?" And he's like, "I guess I don't really know because no, yeah. they don't have genitals." <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like dolls. it's like that type of stuff. There's all these just hilarious little. One-liners and stuff. There's stuff that kids really wouldn't sort of get, but ad- adults do, and, right. and it makes it hilarious. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right, keep going. Exactly. All right. Uh, perfectly casted roles for Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. They, there is not a more quintessential Barbie and Ken in <laughs> all of Hollywood than Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Uh, both of these people are perfect. I cannot imagine this film by anyone else. And I loved... Um, the scene where she's having a little bit of a nervous breakdown up with Kate McKinnon and I believe it's Helen Mirren, right? Who's narrating the film. Yeah. Helen, yes. yeah. And, and you know, they say no to the actors, maybe don't cast Margot Robbie for this scene when they're yes, talking about Barbie not looking comes pretty. In. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it, it's true. It's like, she's the perfect by default and maybe even for all the wrong reasons too. She's the perfect role for quintessential Barbie dude. I, I, I like Margot Robbie. I wouldn't like I have a ton of respect for her. I will say I don't like love a lot of her movies, but I think she's an incredible actress. Um and she is the perfect Barbie and Ken is great. I mean the the six pack abs that we talked about on Purple Daily a few days ago, his singing, his dancing, <laughs> his yeah. acting, it is perfect, dude. I wanna look up actually uh wh- where can I look up the Ryan Gosling Diet for Barbie. Okay, I'm just going to Google this because we talked go- about this. On- I Googled it and I found the entire thing from his diet to his workout plan. Yeah. And I and I got tired looking at it. It's insane. So this is from uh, manofmany.com. Mm-hmm. And it starts with like intermittent fasting. His workout regime included. So this is, let's see here. God, this is the second time I've gone to an article. And instead of giving us a list, it just gives us a bunch 
uh, knee strike bridges, crunch and punch, ab scissors kicks, traditional bodybuilding and split program five days a week for an hour and a half of strength building, uh, two non-consecutive days of rest, Pilates and core-based workouts, squats and pull-ups, ballet and gymnastics, and some Muay Thai training. That's just yep. the workout side of it. Yep. And then he was just like his diet was completely stripped down. This is like the second or third movie, though, where he literally looks like he has painted on. Well, they make the joke in Crazy Stupid Love. Yes. He's like, my God, are you, you Photoshopped? Are you Photoshopped? <laughs> looks like you're Photoshopped. <laughs> but if someone told you, hey, you have to do this for like a year and a half, and then you're going to go make $25 million filming a movie. Right. Could you do all of these things and basically eat like kale and intermittent fast for a year and a half? Like Ryan I think Austin the workout does. would kill me. I think I would well, you'd, die you'd during. Ease in, you'd ease into it, right? You wouldn't just do all these. You wouldn't just do all of these on the first day. I think I'd die. No, okay. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I don't think I could do it. I mean, I'm not kidding. I don't think I could do it. Declan, right, you're, you're young. Could you do it? Hell no. I'm not doing okay. this. No, I like I like food and I like drinking and I like being a pos. There's no chance I'm eating kale and not doing all the intermediate fast. I mean, it's no, 25 no. million, but I just couldn't do it. No, can't yeah. do it. Can't do it. <sighs> okay. My first statement is this is one of the most brilliantly marketed movies of all time. This is, you know, aside from like Star Wars and Marvel movies where people wait in in lines all day and they dress up like Chewbacca and whatever. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen a movie theater this packed with people dressed to go to the movie. Right. Including my wife on Sunday. Yeah. My mother-in-law was upset. I did not wear any pink to this. Yeah. And then I was forced to take a picture with her in the box at the movie theater. So those photos. Oh, Dawn tried to get me in the box. I said, no way. Yeah. I said, no way. But she she actually ordered on Amazon a $25 Barbie t-shirt and wore a pink jacket. And yes, feels exactly right. Yeah. Like, think about, like, just even putting those, like, Barbie boxes at theaters and having, I don't know. So we went to the St. Anthony Main Theater in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And the whole, and I don't know, it's the first time I've been there since they reopened it. Yep. So they either painted the whole interior pink for Barbie, or it was just pink because it's pink. But you see all these theaters that, even like the Google takeovers, when you Google like Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, like those pages are all just pink and Barbie themed and stuff. Right. So I just, I just don't know if I can remember a movie outside of like the comic movies or Star Wars that had this many people fired up, dressing up, you know, people taking pictures with the, the Barbie signs and everything, cheering during the movie. Uh, people don't dress up like James Bond, you know, like right. people don't like wear suits to movies, but they, but they dress up in pink for Barbie and it's crazy. The box is incredible. The toy box is so smart. Mm-hmm. The life-size toy box, that, that is genius because there, there were people of every age group yeah. going in. But I told Don, I ain't doing that. I said, yeah, I'll go to the wow. film. In fact, I'm looking forward to it, but I ain't going in that box. Why? We needed a Judd picture in the Barbie box. Because yeah. what, what would have happened is she would have... you from, like, well, that's where I'm drawing the line at making fun of myself <laughs> is the Barbie box? I, just didn't, want, I didn't want to go in the Barbie box. Sorry. Oh, you're perpetuating some of the stereotypes that exist in this movie by not going well, yeah. in the Barbie box. That's right? why, that's why the movie was good, because the stereotypes are, par- you know, are partially at least true. Um. My next statement is this, because this was not like a really short film, but this film transitioned at times perfectly because there were times when it's like this is getting pretty preachy and bang, they'd be off of it. The the insertion of the Gosling and the Ken 
musical number was genius. It was good, but more importantly, it was sort of tracking in a path of this is getting a little bit preachy right now, right? Because like I don't yeah. want it, the movie at its core was fun, um, but I thought that they did a great job of of basically segmenting the film to switch around so it never just appealed to one group, if that makes sense. Yeah, and it wasn't like can we talk about the preachy thing for a second here because. You know, you hear all these, I don't want to like get political here, but you hear people, you know, this movie is political or whatever. I was on, in fact, our guy, Tom Bernard, you and I make appearances on his morning show and Tom can be kind of a grizzle guy. And, and I said, he, he was mentioning that he couldn't watch the twins last Sunday. I said, you know, I didn't either. Cause I went to Barbie and he was like, you went to Barbie. I would never see that. It's too political. And I was like, no, it's a movie for one. It's shining a light on. And if we're being honest, like, look at the history of this country and the world. Like it's a, Largely a patriarchy, male presidents and male CEOs and stuff. It makes fun of both sides, too. Correct. Yes. It's showing you this is That's what life thing. would be like if women kind of kind of ran things right. in this Barbie way. And this is what it's like with Will Ferrell leading the male, you know, uh, executive boardroom. And so I don't know, man, like people getting offended by this movie. I just think need to take a chill pill. That's so so not, not to uh, drop in spoilers, but there is a part where. The Kens get aggressive against each other. That is making fun of how women treat women. Like that yeah. whole thing was a spoof on the fact that they often don't get along. So like this way, it went both ways. There was no, yeah, yeah. like I didn't say, man, as a male, I feel put down. They ba Basically what they're saying is human beings have a lot of problems, but they do yeah. it in, in a fun way. So I had, I, I'm with you. I did not walk out. Like, well, that was a statement. I walked out like it made you think a little bit for sure, but it was but it was not trying to make a statement anti women or men, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't get that either. And I saw the political discourse that was like taking taking place with this movie. And I kind of was like, what is it? All right. So what's going to happen? I kind of I know what this movie is probably going to be about. But I walked out of that theater thinking that was just a fun movie. Like, yeah. why, why do we why do we have to like polarize it as? It's just uh, it's it's trying to put men down and and it, and it, you're a bad person for being a man and stuff. I was like, I had I had no takeaway no, no. from that film. Unless Zero. you like have this really insecure, fragile mindset, like that's the only way that you would think that your masculinity was being challenged yeah. in the real world. I also want to go back, Judd. You mentioned like a minute ago, you apologize for a potential spoiler. I would just say that if you are 20 minutes into a Barbie movie review right now, there will be spoilers here. So spoilers. I just don't want to give away too much, though. Like, I don't need to talk no, about exactly why. Who's listening to this 20 minutes in that hasn't seen the movie, though? That's my – or that – oh, you my God. I, I, I realize now that I haven't seen this movie. You never know. I'm trying to help people out. I'm trying to cut, we can you give, know. We can give spoilers here. So this is a, Still in a theaters. safe space. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Uh, I think my favorite character in this movie is Alan. I loved Michael Sarah's <laughs> character, yeah. dude. Alan. She's out. And and I Great. know that there are there's a lot of um like Barbie uh um not trivia facts, but there's historical Barbie figures that go way over my head as 
as you can probably guess, uh, someone who didn't play with Barbie. Alan's um, one but, of them. But Alan's one of them, and I loved his character. <laughs> Marge. He was perfect. He's not, he's not Ken, but he's just, like, kind of caught in this funny limbo land. And Sarah, uh, we talked, we, we were texting late last night when I got out of the theater, and Judd said it, too. Like, Michael Sarah doesn't miss. Um, I know he's actually a very weird man in person, and basically, his, I don't know if you guys have seen Molly's Game, the poker game. Phil, you yeah. probably have seen Molly's Game, yeah. right? Uh, like, that, that is, uh, Michael Sarah's character on there is also really good. Um, but I loved his character in that entire film, man. He is probably my favorite one throughout the entire movie. The end with him is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> where he's a really big, where he's supposedly just this terrible person. Yes. Yes. He is. I, I don't think I've ever seen him in a role and been like, Ooh, that wasn't good. It's almost always at least at, at the very least worth a laugh. So yes. So Alan. I found on the, the Barbie fandom wiki website, oh, nice. yep. they have a history of all these, all the Barbies that you saw in the movie, like pregnant Barbie, like some of these cast off Barbies, they were real Barbies going back to the sixties. So Alan was named after the son-in-law of Mattel co-founder, Ruth Handler. The first Alan doll was released in 1964 and he was marketed as Ken's buddy who could also fit into Ken's clothes. Ken and Alan, just buddies who share clothes together. But Ken's the cool one. Let's make very sure of that. <laughs> the wedding day Alan doll was him on his wedding day. He was marrying Barbie's friend, Midge. The doll was also part of the wedding party Midge. Midge gift set. <laughs> and and Midge got pregnant, right? Yes. Midge oh, okay. and Alan were And then they got rid together. of Midge. Yep. That's hilarious. That's real. They're <laughs> like, let's have a pregnant yes. Barbie. So Alan and his pregnant wife, Midge, and then... And then uh, Barbie and Ken. So I think I think my favorite like story. There's a bunch of like sort of sub stories in this movie. Is when Ken realizes as he leaves Barbie world for the real world, and they finally emerge into like you know California, whatever. And he he's there for maybe a half hour, and he realizes, oh, men are treated with respect. I was asked for the time. Yeah, that's a great scene. He starts to realize that, like, men kind of run things here. This is great. I'm going to go to a bookstore and buy books about cars. And he gets obsessed with, like, the cowboy and horse history of the country and stuff. And then there's that scene where, and this is where, again, like, if you're offended by this, there's a shred of truth, if not more than a shred of truth. When he's talking to that guy and says something, he's, I, I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have the exact line, but he says something like, hi. I'd like a high-paying, influential job with a big title. You know, yeah. what experience do you have? Not much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just a man. And from a woman's perspective, like that's historically not as much now, maybe as like 50 years ago. But that's kind of how it is. So if you can't kind of laugh at that, okay, yeah, there's some, there's definitely some truth to that. Then huh. go watch a different movie, I guess. All right, All right. back to Judd. I've got one more, and that is this. The re the scenes with Rhea Perlman, who, who of course uh, is, I believe, still married to Danny DeVito and was on Cheers yep. as a as Carla, who was this roughneck. The scenes with her actually caused me to well up a little bit. Wow, they were they were so sweet, and and her character was such a one eighty to what Carla was. But I actually thought that when Barbie is in the Mattel building, and you know is trying to run away from the executives and goes in that back room on like the 17th floor. And Rhea Perlman's got her like kitchen back there. 
I just thought that was really, really well done. And what I really liked about it was it was a really good way to incorporate part of a different storyline as well that you didn't expect. Like, like that was scene was sort of weird, but it was really, really good, I thought. Um, but yeah, there, there are definitely, I wouldn't call them emotional, but there are definitely a few really tender things about sort of people in general that I thought was really good. And I thought that Rhea Perlman was outstanding in that role. How about this? This uh, the cycle of Judd and Barbie is the first time he saw a preview. He's like, nope. "No chance." Well, I'm the never preview gonna see looks it. so and he get, Gets about it halfway so through and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm crying! This is crazy." Because <laughs> it look well, it just looks so stupid at first. But they they did again. They did a great job of incorporating different things. It was a. I really think at the end of the day, it was an intelligent film. It was yeah. It was a very intelligent film. Very intelligent. Yeah. Dex. Uh, yeah, last one for me, and it would just be: I thought this movie ended perfectly. I, the 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 ending scene to where no, she just she she walks in your thing and like, all right, so she's gonna apply for a job? Like, no, she's actually gonna go to her gynecologist. Like, I yeah. thought it was just I thought it was just brilliant to end it just like that. Barbie um, two, baby, it's coming up. You know it's oh, coming yeah, up. Oh yeah, it'll be a sequel. It has sure. to be right. Yeah. Um, but I, I love the ending. I liked yeah. To Judd's yeah. point, it was kind of a sweet little way of whatever you want to be, you can be Barbie. And I liked how they ended Ken's kind of arc throughout the movie. I thought it was wrapped up perfectly. It was not. It wasn't cheesy. It wasn't over the top. It wasn't ridiculous. I thought they ended it perfectly. And then that end scene too. Yeah, where she walks into her gynecologist's office. I thought was perfect. I thought it was a perfect ending to this movie. Yeah, I was trying to think like, what is she? Is she applying for a job? Is she right. like, yeah, you know, what is she doing? And then boom, yeah, the movie's over. It was fantastic. Uh, my only last thing for you guys before we get to the the category rankings is more of a question. So you had the Barbie dream house that she lived in and all the Barbies lived in. And then when the men took over and made it a patriarchy, God. then they had the, uh, the Kendom, they called it instead of the it kingdom, hilarious. the Kendom, right? Yes. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. And there's just beer in the fridge. And he asks Barbie to go get him a beer at one point. Brewski. A brewski. Give me yeah. a brewski. Right it was. So if you could build a, a male version, like your own, your own Judd kingdom or your own Dex kingdom, what would you have to have in your own dream house? Um, well, number one, I love the fact how they, when they turn the Ken kingdom into this, cause this is a total guy move house. I once lived with upwards of six guys in a college house. And did you notice how, when it's Ken kingdom and it's at night and they're all like contemplating what they're going to do to take over Ken kingdom. Every room has a TV in it. Because that's yeah. a total guy move to have like twelve TVs in a house for six people. Yeah, I love that. Um, I would have. I would definitely have. I would love a little like par three chipping thing. That's I would love a, that. Yeah. I, I need, I a goal, need a goal one of those. Some kind. Yeah. I love that he had a driver. You have a in his, house. Yeah, I love. I love Pretty how much. he had a driver in his belt. <laughs> uh, Ryan Gosling did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think here. Like, I would for sure want the chipping thing. Um, I don't. I don't know. His I don't know line. His line at the end about the small fridge, too. Oh, it's so small. Because yeah. he couldn't fit enough <laughs> beers in there. It was just outstanding because he's a thousand percent right. I have a small fridge in my home studio here. And the first it's month cool. I had, like, LaCroix and some snacks and stuff. Like, there's been nothing in it for three months. I feel like everyone has a small fridge or everyone that has a small fridge. You don't use it nearly as no. much as you think you would. You just no. use your real fridge, right? Exactly. So, all right, let's get to the uh, the categories here. Presented by our friends. By the way, if you want to look like Ken, maybe you should talk to our friends at Livia, Judd. 
And they can help you do that. And they can not only help you do that, but they can help you keep the weight off as well. That's right, because this is a program that I guarantee you, I guarantee it, it's going to work. It worked for me. It's worked for a ton of uh, Score North listeners and viewers. It's going to work for you, too. And the good day, the good news is Livia Days have arrived. The best deal of the summer. Join today. Get 50% off your personalized program. Lose 10 pounds or more in the first two weeks. Voted Minnesota's best weight loss program year after year. 855-GO-LIVIA. Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. This is a program that works and at which you don't have to be scared of a workout program because the Livia folks are going to help you shed those pounds. All right. We've got two different ranking categories here. The first one is the definitive relationship rankings. This is going to be an interesting one because it's one of the most prominent and famous relationships in history. It's Barbie and Ken. Yeah, especially since they're The criteria is chemistry. So we're looking for sort of a combination of chemistry between the characters, but also chemistry between the actress and the actor. And to this point of the like 17 or 18 different rom-coms we've reviewed, only one perfect 10, but it was Ryan Gosling. It was Jacob and Cal from Crazy Stupid Love. And then Hitch and Sarah are number two from the movie Hitch. Noe and Al, uh, Noah and Allie from The Notebook, tied with Joe Fox and Kathleen Kelly from You've Got Mail, tied with Ben Barry and Andy Anderson from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. So uh, on a 1 to 10, how would you rate the chemistry between Barbie and Ken and Margot Robbie and uh, Ryan Gosling? Well, first of all, I'm going to give this a, a higher ranking than I did um, Gosling and McAdams. Okay. In the notebook, because I actually think the chemistry here was better than that. I, I know that you guys don't necessarily agree with me. Um, it's interesting. Their chemistry, so their chemistry as actors was really good. The chemistry between them as their characters, what, because they were dolls, presented some problems. But I'm going to give it a seven. I'm going to okay. give it a seven. I thought for what they were going for, I, I'm going to I'm going to give them a little bit of grace here because it wasn't supposed to be like a love story between two humans i think it worked out pretty well both were really really good i'm gonna give him a seven uh i will give it a nine wow i think it's i think it's a nine and to judd's point they have to play dolls so like that hilarious kiss scene where he like leans in and it's like he's basically kissing her but they're not kissing um and he's like wow that was amazing um i thought their chemistry throughout the whole thing was really good and also i mean ken's character takes this like evil turn he takes the heel turn midway through once he realizes he can start his own type of world um and then i love their ending at the end that like it's not that ken gets the girl or vice versa it's that ken can just be ken and barbie can just be barbie um yes they're two incredible actors so that also helps but i I would say it's a nine out of ten it's a nine for me too man it was it was creative it was clever you know gosling can just kind of be with anyone on screen and margot robbie is can just play like any character. She's become just an incredible character actress. So uh, it's a it's a nine for me. Let's go to the uh, that. By the way, that ties it. Uh, that's an eight point three aggregate between the three of us. So it ties it for third place with the Notebook, You've Got Mail, and How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. The main couples from from those. So now we're just looking for a one to ten ranking for how entertaining this movie was. The entertainment value ranking. The only 10 we've given out is Crazy Stupid Love. There's three nines or higher. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Hitch, and 10 Things I Hate About You. 
And then the rest of the rankings go like this. How to lose a guy in 10 days. The Notebook, You've Got Mail, Jerry Maguire, While You Were Sleeping and Sleepless in Seattle, all above a seven. What Women Want, 51st Dates, Fever Pitch, She's Out of My League, Sweet Home Alabama, all between six and seven. And then uh, the two worst ones we've reviewed, both at 5.3, are The American President and My Best Friend's Wedding. So we'll start with Judd. How entertaining was this movie on a one to 10 scale? Um, Both the stars were outstanding. Greta Gerwig continues to deliver great films. She's just fantastic. I'm going to give it a 10. Whoa. I'm going to give it a 10. It was, look, I went in with no expectation and was blown away with how they, how they did a perfect job. I thought of appealing to a ton of people and they also kept it weird enough where I'm sure that there are some who didn't like it because it was weird, but I thought it being weird was the icing on the cake. I'm going to give it a 10. Uh, it's, a, it's a nine for me. I'm going to give it a nine. Mm. Again, I don't think it's a perfect movie. Um, it's, it's a fun. I loved it. Uh, I, would, I definitely would watch this again. This is a for sure a stop and watch movie if it ever comes to HBO or comes on the TV at a hotel room. Um, it's a nine out of 10 for me. I really liked it. Declan's the spoiler here because it's also a 10 for me. This movie was so entertaining. The soundtrack is hilarious. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny, man. There's so many like weird, catchy songs and it's totally a movie. It's, 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 it's funny because it's mindless, but also really thoughtful at the same time. Yeah. So if you want a special thing, if you wanted to watch it just mindlessly, totally could. If you wanted to watch it for like a little bit of societal meaning, you could. And America I would totally Ferrar stop on this movie. Is also really, she's really good. She's movie. really good. Her really speech, good that speech yeah. was well done. Took oh, yeah. her forty takes, by the way, to nail that speech. Apparently, I'm sure. Um, I would love to know the reasoning of why. Why I think I know, but still, I would just love to hear the horse's mouth of why Rob Thomas and Matchbox Twenty is the Ken doll. Why, why yes, that's the Ken yeah. doll anthem. I it's would so love obvious. to know it's, it. Push you wherever. It's all so all it's so I'm obvious. Must sing to you with my guitar. I would, I would, honestly, <laughs> I would honestly pay to be in the writers' room to make this. Like, what what was the five songs? I don't know why my mic keeps going in and out. Uh, what were the five songs that were on the chopping block for the Ken doll song? And why yes. was it Matchbox Twenty and Rob Thomas of that one? <laughs> And every one of them was from the nineties. But between between that and the Indigo Girls song, right? Which was the one that they used. Those those were not surprising choices, but they were perfect. Yes. I thought they were perfect choices. (laughs) It's hilarious. So all right, so that makes it a nine point seven. It's the second best rom com that we have reviewed, just behind Crazy Stupid Love. So Ryan Gosling taking the top two spots right now. He deserves it. And if uh, you want to count Eva Mendez and Hitch, he's married to Eva Mendez. So, like, Ryan Gosling's Good. influence on this entire criteria is, is felt three, even externally. Three nines or above show. in the family, man. So we can get come Ryan on and talk Gosling. about his training regime. I we mean, we're probably, certainly we being nice to him. On. him. Yeah. Certainly being nice to him. We could probably get him on movie reviews with Mackie and Judd if we get enough uh, Apple five-star ratings. Let's make it happen. Four, four good-looking guys. That's right. You wouldn't be able to distinguish, at least from the, you know, from the chest up anyways. I think if, Chisel. you know, if we had to show our abs, it might be a different story. Oh, no, 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 we're not doing that. There we go. So this, uh, yeah, we're on hiatus for a little bit here with the movie reviews, but you can keep recommendations coming in. We'll stockpile lists, and we'll definitely uh, do another run of, of movie reviews with Mackie and Judd sometime 
in the near future. So, yeah. All right, go see Barbie. If you, I guess if you haven't seen it yet, then now you know everything that happens, but you should go see it anyway. It's fun. See ya. Yeah.